You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to his word in Jesus' name. about the force of the confession the force behind the confession if you don't take this home you have gone empty the force behind the confession never again what is the force behind it to prove that it is not a slogan force of the confession to prove never again it's not a slogan it is not under contemplation. It's not even subject to negotiation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a prophetic decree. It is not a slogan. It's not under contemplation. Let's contemplate whether it will be or not. No, no, no. It's not even subject to any manner of spiritual, carnal, mental negotiation. No. You say, preacher, what is it? It's a prophetic decree. You can only understand that if you go with me to the book of Job chapter 22 and verse number 27. Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him. And what will happen? He shall hear me. Then I, am, I have the obligation to pay my vow. Thou shalt pay thy vows. Bishop King just treated the word vow and gave him. And Reverend Creed Charles made some dangerous but expository statements. It's a decree. Verse 28. Never again it's a decree. Thou shalt also decree a thing it shall be established unto thee. And the light shall do what? Shine upon our ways. As many people that join to decree, to declare, never again over your first, never again over the family, never again over your academics, never again over our children, never again will the enemy get them tied, never again will there be psychological defeat, mental torture, never again will we be compared by the forces of darkness, marine witchcraft, demons, never again are we going to be ruled by the power of hell's men and keep Nigeria under tension and uncertainty, never again, as many, wherever you are, you believe it, you confess it, you pray it as a decree, guess what? It's given to us. It's given to us. It is given to us. It is given to us. If you believe that, stand up and shout yes. 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 It's a decree. Someone say never again. 
Sit down. Never again is a two-way decree. Number one, two-way decree. A decree against the reoccurrence of the past. A decree against the reoccurrence, what used to happen before. Two, a decree for a transformational future. A decree for a transformational future. Three, a decree against never again must be rooted to the totality of, listen to that, both past, present, and future. I come again. Never again. Must be rooted to the totality of both past, present, and future. The only way you can understand what I mean by, the, by past, present, and future is to go to the book of Joshua I mean, Numbers chapter number 25 from verse 1. Using the city of Shittim as an example. The city of Shittim as an example. Israel abode in Shittim. Even that word, they were kind. That name, Shittim. When they were in Shittim, the people began to commit wardom with the daughters of Moab. The book of Deuteronomy had it that an Israelite, a Moabite, or a Moabite, shall not have anything to do with the congregation of, of God. But in Shittim, the people began to commit wardom. Wardom simply means adultery, immorality, careless kind of life, perhaps homosexual, lesbianism, above every other thing, killing, torture, my maiden human being. Or just wasteful kind of life. So you look at the city of Shittim, you say to Fiaqua, why? Because a very horrible place. Look at verse number two. They call the people unto the sacrifice of their gods. The people did it and bowed down to their gods. That is to say, they also went astray to worship other things called, to make worship some cultic things, evil things, worship tree, worship wood, worship stone, the worship of bird, making some, making some human blood sacrifices. In verse number two. Verse number three. All happening in Shittim. 
So Israel joined himself unto Baal Paul. The anger of the Lord was so kindled against Israel for doing all that in Shechem. And verse number four. The Lord said unto Moses, take the heads of the people and hang them up before the Lord against the sun, that this fierce anger of the Lord may be turned away from Israel. Now, now if you look at verse number five, and I want to stop at verse number five. Verse number five. So Moses, Moses said unto the Lord, unto the Unto the judges of Israel, slay ye every one his men that were joined unto Baal. Baal was a kind of idol. The, the, the Baal, a kind of idol. So they joined themselves in the worship of that, and and, and that was a kind. That's just the only way. The only way you can describe Shittim, a place, a place where people turn their lives turn their face, turn onto the idol, have no God in them, has no respect to God. They come, they, they, a, a city where criminals only live. Wasted people. Now, I, I talk, about, talk about the evil that may have been done in my own village. Talk about the evil that may have been executed in your own village. Talk about our ancestral past. Talk about our, the evil of our forefathers. Talk about the killings. Talk about the slaughter. Talk about the slavery. And talk about the sacrifices in every form you can think about. So you can look at Shittim and look at your village. And look at your city. Look at our town. Somebody say never again. But you know what? Notwithstanding that Shetun was very corrupt and filthy city. Very corrupt. Something happened in the book of Jewel, chapter number 3, verse 18. The newness of Shetun. Jewel 3, 18. Join me to read Joel 3 and verse number 18. Come on, let's go. And shall come to pass in that day that the mountain shall drop down new wine. Hills shall flow with milk. Rivers of Judah shall flow with waters. Fountains shall come from the house of the Lord and shall water the valley of Shittim. Correct? Can you imagine that? Now, if you even take, make an effort to go to 19, uh, uh, probably 21 of that, that chapter, I think, I think we have some information. They give me verse number one here. Then Egypt shall be what? A desolation. Edom shall become a desolate wilderness. For why? The violence against the children of Judah. Because they have shed what? Innocent blood. Now, that's the reason why the killings today in this nation is going to be turned to be to something horrible against the perpetrators. Amen. Now, even if, you, even if you don't say amen, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you the truth from the word of God. I'm telling you the truth from the word of God. I, I'm not the only preacher preacher. I'm not the only person prayer. Overcomers are not the only church praying. Listen to me all over this country. You cannot believe it. Men and women are praying because of the slaughter, because of the wastefulness of innocent blood, people that did nothing 
and without arms are just being slaughtered at will and enjoyed by the people in authority doing nothing. Listen to this servant of God. A day is coming and soon and very soon the blood of those women, the blood of those children, the blood of those men, the blood of those cities shall be required of them. Hear me. They shall become desolate in Jesus' name. Suddenly, something happened in Shittim. Mountains shall drop down new wine. Where? In Shittim. Somebody say, Never again. In Shittim, the mountain now drops what? New wine. Hills shall flow with milk. That is what I call, it, when mountain drops down new one, productivity begins. When hills flow with milk, it simply means agricultural, agricultural what? Turnout. Of, of, from, from, from difficulties, out of difficulties, agricultural breakthrough. Uh, rivers flowing with what? Water. That is simply Supply of health and wealth, and, uh, and, and fountains shall come forth out, uh, out of uh, the lost house. The, the, this lost house, my God, flowing water from the house of the Lord. Simply mean the graceful blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, can I speak to somebody now? I, I want to let you know that notwithstanding the parental background, notwithstanding the background even in my own village and where I was born and notwithstanding the one that has to do with you I, I'm talking to something that has to do with the ancestral past I am also talking about the agent of darkness that tried to kick that tried to frustrate that tried to chain that tried to give keep you under spiritual imprisonment and hinder your creative mind and cause us to continue to become poor and stricken with all manner of punishment and shame. Hear this servant of God by reason of kingdom, kingdom decree in the name of Jesus Christ. Those things are cast down today in Jesus' name. Uh, can I declare to you that if your amen become louder than your neighbor, every yesterday that tend to hurt you and I, they have collapsed in the name of Jesus. Somebody shall never again. Come on, lift up your two and shout, never again. Never again shall that village remain a corrupt village. Never again shall that town of yours remain a place where, where Babalowo is ruling. Never again will native doctors chase you out. Never again will witch, witch doctors control your affairs and destiny. Never again will demonic agents control our affairs. Never again shall we remain losers. Never again shall we remain in a spiritual imprisonment. Never again shall we move with mental incapacitated ability. I decree by reason of your amen that every agent of darkness that come against you, they have collapsed. 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 
Have your seat. Overcomers, think about this. Think about this. So dirty was shitting. So corrupt was shitting. So filthy was shitting. The anger of God was so fierce against the city of shitting. But somebody said before. Before. Are you alive? So backward is your village. So tired may have been your, your city. In blindness. In corruption. But somebody said before. before. That's why I'm talking about never again is rooted to both past, present, and future. That out of the altars of God in my nation, out of the altars of God and out of the abundance of the heart of people that receive the word of God, out of those that can understand the importance of this two-edged decree, never again, out of the heart of every one of you will come something that will bring blessing to humanity. Amen. Out of the altars of God will issue out. And the pastors that are here, you can understand what I'm talking about because if the altar is in prison, you have nothing to give, offer the people. And therefore, by reason of this declaration, I stay on my knees and pray today that every altar where we stand to ask the mercy of God, the blessing of God, our altars must never be in prison. That altar, that altar stands for the exercise and the powerful demonstration of the grace and kindness of God on the cross of Calvary. That as the blood of Jesus Christ flow, it will flow over every altar where the name of Jesus Christ is being mentioned. It will flow over every family that is represented here. And those of you listening to me at the comfort of your home, that altar will flow with that blood from the Calvary over our family, over our children. Come on over your place of business, over everywhere you are over your academic excellence, over your place of business. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive that flow. Receive that flow. Receive that flow. Before I get up on my knees, I am joining my faith with you that every corruption which Nigeria is known for, every corruption, corruption in government, corruption presidential, Corruption in Senate, corruption in the House, corruption in local government, corruption in the marketplaces, corruption in the Church of Jesus Christ. By reason of your louder and thunderous amen, they have collapsed. They have collapsed. They have collapsed. Out of the nation, Nigeria shall come men and women with technological advancement, 
with creative mind, with great idea for agricultural purposes, for technological purposes, for mechanical purposes, for scientific purposes. My God, ladies and gentlemen, as it hovers over every one of us in this house, so shall it hover over Nigeria. Jump up and shout, Amen. Be seated. When I found this in the scripture, I know that something good will come out of my village. I know that something good will come out of your village. You are the next person your village, your city is waiting for. Soon and very soon. It is not only a matter of decree that we made. The light will shine. If you believe that prophetic word, let your amen be thundering. I say the light that will shine in your city will come from you. The light that will shine in the family where you were born will come from you. The light that will shine in this nation will come from the house of God. Uh, every believer in this nation is a potential candidate that carry light. And listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, you will shine your shine and another person will shine his shine. There will be no reason for killing so that somebody will become a president. There shall be no reason for killing so that somebody will become a senator. There shall be no reason for killing so that somebody will become a counselor. And if you are counselor today, in four years you will retire. And if you're a president today, in four years or eight years, you will retire. Somebody else will come. Somebody else will go. Hear me, the affairs of this life shall begin to happen in Nigeria one by one and turn by turn. But if you can shout a louder enemy, I decree it shall become your tongue. Look at this. The total change in Shittim. The total change that happened in Shittim. The city of Shittim became a new city for both military, strategic, and operational base for the conquer or conquest of Jericho. That was where a plan was made. A total city of Shittim became a change place. Look at Joshua chapter 2. And I'm going to be closing you. Couple. Joshua chapter number 2 before I close. Verse 1. Joshua the son of Nun now. Look at that. Sent out of Shittim. Two men to spy secretly. Saying go view. Go view the land. Even Jericho. And they went. Came into Allah's house. Named Rehab. Where was the plan to conquer Jericho? Where was it hashed? In Shittim. Where was the strategic military operation that took down the city of 
Jericho. Where, where was it uh, I mean, planned and hatched in Shittim? Where was it that jo I mean, Joshua was able to assemble, according to the instruction of the Lord, to set out horsemen, that is to say, trumpeters that are going to blow seven times, walking around the city of Jericho seven times, shouting on the seventh time, and then on the seventh day, and then the trumpeters blowing on the seventh day. Where was it organized, strategically planned, and hashed to be executed? In what city? Shittim. Hey, something great will happen in your life. Yeah. Lift your hand and say, I'm not a waste. Lift your hand and say, I'm a blessing. Lift your hand and say, my city is not a waste. Lift your hand and say, my village is not a waste village. Also, lift your hand and say, my family is not a wasted family. Can you lift your two hands and say, Nigeria is a blessed nation. Something great will come out of Nigeria. I am proud to be one of them. Let your aim and shout like thunder. Let me warn you before I close. The greatest two-edged sword two-edged sword that was allowed greatest two-edged sword that was allowed released by God, endorsed by God. Two-edged sword simply means it can kill your enemy, but it can also hurt you. Two-edged sword. It comes this way, but it can also cut this way. That edged sword is found in the book of Genesis chapter 11. Christians dwelt there. He doesn't have to use this verse. Chapter 11. And verse number 6. Genesis 11, 6. The Lord said, Behold, the people is one. They have now one language. You have never known that. The, what I'm going to show you now is two-edged sword. You never known that. You never thought that way. But it's what is there in the scripture. I'm talking to you pastors. I'm talking to you leaders. I'm talking to you men. I'm talking to business people. I'm talking to you families that are still here, present, listening to the sound of my voice this hot afternoon. The Lord said, behold, the people is one. They have all one language. This they begin, and this they begin to do. And now, said God, nothing will be restrained from them which they have done what? Imagine to do. So the word imagination is to edge sword. You imagine to do, it works. And then, but the same of your imagination kills. Run down to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 10 verse 5. 2 Corinthians 10.5 What did the Bible talk now? 
casting down what? Imagination. And every high thing, what does it do? Exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Hold on. Casting down. God released this license to mankind. That's why, if you listen to Christians, he spoke extensively about our imagination. You just imagine only but negative things. Imagine about you staying poverty, poor, a poor person. Imagine about you staying ill. Imagine that you stay barren. You imagine that you stay without marriage. You imagine that you stay without a wife. And pastors, I can tell you, we also imagine that we are empty. Sometimes you can also be defeated by the power of your personal imagination where you even begin to think, am I really called? It was a free license endorsed by God. He stepped down and saw man that imagined positively. Don't make no mistake about that. He imagined positively. Hey, let's come together by themselves. Let's mold bricks. Who taught you bricks? Man. If we put it together, let's build something that will go meet God. And I began the business. Why they were doing it? And God stepped down and saw. Huh? The people is one. They just imagine something and it is working for them. And God said, okay, for this reason. There is nothing that man will imagine that he cannot accomplish. There is nothing that man will imagine that he cannot accomplish. Never again is beyond, beyond, your never again confession must go beyond false negative imagination. I made up my mind. When God dropped that word in my heart for the sake of this great gathering that has attracted many people, including you, sitting down, listening to the sound of my voice, but don't go home without capturing the strength of the word, imagination. And the Bible said in the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter number 10, let's go back there. Kamalat Bozina Asai. So I'm going to be doing two ejet prayer now. Kubalatuna, Zerembatai. Look at what the scripture says. Casting down imaginations. The other time, their imagination built a tower. This time, their imagination did what? Exalted itself against who? against the knowledge of God. And therefore, because of their false imagination, it brought down into what? Captivity. Every thought of what? 
obedience to Christ. He brought it down. He false imagination brought you a brought brought the ferocity of the world, authenticity of the world, accuracy of the world, the power in the world, the purity of the world, the healing vector of the world, the provision in the world. I Kamuri Hazataya. False imagination brought these things right into captivity. And render Christians and those of you listening to the sound of my voice render us simply spiritual important. Imagination. 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 You know, Christians made some dangerous statements. He said you become so long in the church that it seems to you in the church that it is just like that. And the only way you are long stay in a church or long stay as a born again child of God will be very productive for you is becoming a child. Always a child, willing to take the milk of the world, willing to follow mommy or daddy, always a child. Even though an adult, but a child so that you will not die in pride, you will not die in arrogance, you will not die in pomposity, you will not die in disobedience, not die in thinking that no other person like you, not die in envy, in jealousy because of evil imagination. What did the Bible say? It said casting down. Casting down imagination and high things that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. I'm not going to close this message without staying on my knees one more time to seek the presence of God, the endorsement of God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Where will that imagination come? Where will that false imagination come from? False imagination that tells you as a student, you will never excel. As a lady, you are not going to make more. As a man, you then woman will accept you. Oh, that imagination. Today, the Bible gave me spiritual authorization. He asked me to cast you down. I join my faith with you, men and women, kneeling wherever you are. That imagination is blown down. That false imagination is blown down by the thunderous power in the blood of Jesus. Every false imagination that, that stands against you and I is blown down. False imagination about setback, frustration, defeat. False imagination about perpetually living in poverty. False imagination that tells you the church will not grow. False imagination that tells you you are never going to advance as a person. False imagination that tells you that your family will never advance. 
false imagination that has enslaved men and women, young and old, and robbed us of our creativity, robbed us of our good sound ideas and imagination, robbed us of advancement, both in technology, both in science, in every sphere of life activity. Today, men and women, that false imagination is cast down. It is cast down. It is cast down. Now confess with me, I receive by faith sound imagination for productivity, for advancement, for upliftment, for great idea, for entrepreneurship. I receive sound idea to make world. I am not going to be a beggar. I receive sound imagination to believe my God, believe his word, live in him, move in him, advance in him, and rule in him. If you believe that, let your amen be thunderstorm. And finally, I receive sound imagination for my breakthrough. I say believer. I receive sound imagination for the overcomer church advancement, for massive soul winning and breakthrough in my life. I receive sound imagination. My nation, Nigeria, something good will come out of it. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, shout yeah! We pray you have been blessed by the Word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.